in Sydney and Melbourne and to the greater part of Australia from a pandemic being about a physical virus and we've now been moving to a pandemic which is a mental virus. That's where we moved. And this in no way is underestimating or ignoring that COVID-19 is in fact a disease, 100% it is. In fact, we do have one of our brothers, one of our real estate brothers under 30 who had no underlying condition, who's seriously ill in hospital and has been for a week. Please don't text me or message me to find out who it is because I'm not going to actually tell you it's a private matter. But what I can tell you, no underlying condition under 30. So this in no way is sort of saying that COVID-19 doesn't exist. This is now basically saying that we have now moved on, it has evolved, and we are now in the mental pandemic, not the physical pandemic. And what we're talking about is it's becoming very clear, and the data's there, you know, threefold increase in suicide of girls under 18. Matters to me, I've got two daughters under the age of 18. We're seeing um, mental health helplines such as Lifeline uh, day by day peaking at its largest number of phone calls. And uh, we're also sort of seeing anecdotally that people are struggling mentally. Some of those are caused, sure, commercially, economically. And uh, thank you, Shane. And some of those are actually caused because people are, are not coping with being in a home with their, their kids, homeschooling. And, and also, if you've got domestic issues, um, those fractures have actually just got bigger. And um, I've got to say to you that right now, you need to save yourself from this mental pandemic. Hey, David. And uh, God bless you too. And I'm sending your love. Of course, I'm very mindful of the loss of your loved one. I'm also very mindful of your health challenges you've had yourself. And it's good to see you're out of hospital. But the reason I'm shooting this video is that I do want to give you three or four or five points that I think you need to take the approach that you can't control Daniel Andrews and you can't control Gladys Berejiklian but you can control your attitude and you can control your reactions to situations and you can control the decisions that you take. And please remember, with better decisions, you'll take better actions and with better actions, you'll get better results. Hey, Lisa, I love you too, Lisa Novak. I'm going to say that again. With better decisions, you'll take better actions. With better actions, you'll get better results. So the choices you make are super critical at the moment. So let me just share with you some of the choices that I think you should be doing to help you become resistant to the mental pandemic, anxiety, stress, depression. And um, yeah, I like that. Who was that? Aaron. Aaron just says, and you can do push-ups for Gladys and Dan. So um, let me share with you some of the strategies. Number one, trust me. You need a circuit breaker in your day. You need something. You need a line in the sand, particularly if you are a home worker, if you're one of these Zoom workers. 
you need a circuit breaker. And, you know, whether it's four o'clock or five o'clock, you need, and I don't know, listen, I'm not saying go abuse alcohol, but a glass of red wine can be, a glass of red wine can be the circuit breaker where you say, okay, workday has ended, now I'm having my evening, afternoon, night ritual where I move into a different mode where the tempo changes and it goes down. So number one, aim to have a circuit breaker. Number two, it's so important to exercise outdoors. And the reason is this, that we've got, you know, a chemical that causes a lot of stress internally called cortisol. And what research is very clear, the science is there. You exercise, you exercise, you actually affect that chemical and you can reduce the amount of stress that you have purely by physiology. And for me, that has meant close to 50. Vicky says, hey, Vicky, I hope you will. Vicky says a glass of scotch. Whatever it is, a glass of red wine, a glass of scotch. I don't know. For other people, it's meditation. They turn around and they say, okay, I'm going to a quiet space. I'm going to meditate. And I don't get me wrong. I take it. I take it. Meditation is a very, very difficult thing to do on a consistent basis because we've all got monkey mind. But if you can master it, if you can master it, it has a profound impact in your mental health. So number one, circuit breaker. Number two, exercise, exercise, right? Science, evidence-based, right? It's basically going to reduce your cortisol. Outdoors the best. Number three, don't go inward. Don't go inward, right? Now's not the time to go inward. Express yourself. Talk to people. Reach out. Reach out. I have to say to you, Solitary confinement is what they use in prisons to actually destroy people. And what you've got to do is make sure that you don't create your own solitary confinement. Reach out, talk to people, phone, Zoom, reach out to people, spend time talking to people. Don't go inside too inward, right? Number four, I've got to say to you, is now's the time to have routine. Routine are micro habits that allow you to get through the day in a successful way if the micro habits you have serve you and don't harm you. You need helpful micro habits, not harmful micro habits. So guys and girls, I want you to understand what are the habits that you've got in your life at the moment And what I want you to do is to sit there and do an audit of them and say, are these helping me or harming me at this time? For me, some of my micro habits are that I wake up at the same time. The second one is that I have a no rule, no to certain things. They're just, you know, they're they're, they're non-negotiable. They're not like, uh, you know, shoulds, they're must, right? So as Sean says, Shane says, um, routine will set you free. And for me, some of the routines and my non-negotiable rules are non-negotiable. I cannot have alcohol during the day. Not negotiable, right? I might bend the rule on a Sunday, but Monday to Friday, man, I'm not hitting Dan Murphy's, man. I'm hitting Zoom. I'm hitting the phones, right? I'm keeping routine. The second one, the second micro habit that I've got is I'm making sure that I'm journaling, that I'm writing my thoughts out. And my journaling is made up of three things. So my journal is divided into three sections. 
my goals. I write out my goals consistently. Why? Because I'm advertising to myself a preview of my life's coming highlights. And I need to do that. I need to remind myself that this time next year, I'll be in Greece sitting on a sunbed, right? Soaking in the sun rays, having come out of this crystal clear water. I need to keep marketing to myself what's coming up next in life, right? So that's why I'm writing out my goals, my friends. I'm not writing out my goals because I think they're just going to happen, but I need to actually keep cultivating them there, keep feeding the fuel into my imagination. And imagination should not be underestimated during this time. If you're living too much on memory, you're not thinking about possibility. This is a time for possibility. So my journal is divided and journaling should be a daily thing for you. The journaling is divided into... Number one, your goals. Number two, your challenges. If you've got problems, don't ruminate them in your head and particularly don't ruminate on these problems while you're lying in bed at night because then you're losing sleep, which is one of the things I was going to mention in a moment. And sleep, my friends, is super critical at this time. And I've got to tell you that ruminating at night is the thief of sleep. And for many of you, that do have sleep issues, you're often ruminating and going over problems in your head, 99 problems in your head, with the likelihood that 98 of them are never going to even come close to eventuating. So putting your thoughts on paper means that you create a bit of space between your head and the paper. And it's in this gap that you find solutions. And it's in this gap that you create peace. So journaling is the second thing. Sorry, in your journal, goals, challenges. And then the third bit of your journal that you write out is what you're grateful for. And I think a lot of people struggle with cultivating gratitude. And for me, the best way to actually bring gratitude into your life is to use power questions. And for me, the power questions are, What's great in my life right now? You know, what did I do good yesterday, right? Um, and then the third one is, what good did I receive? When you actually ask these three questions, what you're doing is forcing your brain to actually move into a gratitude state. And I've got to say to you, having an attitude of gratitude is going to be one of the tools that's going to get you through the next month or two months till we get this thing under control and move into some sort of normality again. Then, the next thing I want to let you know is it's a golden opportunity for you to get back into comedy, right? I have to tell you, laughter has a high impact effect on your body with stress reduction. So you go on a YouTube and you find your thing. I mean, some people are funnier than other people for various people. You've got to find the thing that makes you laugh. Comedy. Comedy right now. And um, it's one of the highlights of my day, going on a YouTube and watching stuff that makes me laugh. Even if it's prank calls. Even if it's, you know, uh, funny, top 20 funny moments of things. Even if, whatever it is, guys and girls. Then we move on to the next thing. And that is self-development. What a wonderful opportunity to upgrade yourself. Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y, has $10, $12 courses on any topic. Zoom for beginners, how to become your own life coach. 
becoming a master at digital marketing. Michael Cordy says, Joe Abadi gives me a, a hard laugh. Anyone that, I'd love any tips, by the way. Anyone that's got anyone I can sort of watch on YouTube that is funny, please put it in there. Love to get any ideas from you. Saves me having to, uh, you know, YouTube stalk. So self-education right now is the greatest thing that you can actually do to yourself. You know, it's the biggest asset that you can improve in your life is not your, you know, your home or your shares. It's your earning ability. And this is a golden opportunity for you to do a skill upgrade. And Udemy, which has got, you know, um, uh, uh, great courses that are beautifully produced, is going to give you a profound impact at improving, at improving your earning ability. Russell Peters is a great stand-up comedian, says and as uh, and Mole. Joe Avani gets me through lockdown. Okay, I've got to get this Joe Avadi guy. I've got to get this Joe Avadi guy. Vlad makes me chuckle. Yeah, we must we must get Vlad back on the show. But guys and girls, I want you to stay strong, and I want you to remember, my friends, that now is the time that you need to step up and say, I'm going to take control of my mental health. There's a few tools I can sort of implement in my life that are going to allow me. I might not be the happiest person on the planet, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to become less unhappy, less sad, less depressed, less anxious by actually taking action myself. And that's what I'm all about. If you, anyone has been following me long term, you know, what my model is, is this, we're the problem, we're the solution. Always focus, what is it that you can do? What is it that you've got control of? What can you participate that is solution-focused than problem-focused? And my approach is to help people become self-sufficient. And I've always said, if you can teach someone how to fish, you can learn to feed them for life.